the second video from, like I said, I'm going to go through my ebook, The Secrets of Yarn Spinning, kind of section by section. And I tonight's section was on pre-drafting, which if you've been spinning a while or you've been watching my content, it might not be anything that seems new and earth shattering to you. But if you are a new spinner, which is who I'm gearing this series towards is somebody that's just kind of kicking the tires on making their own yarn. Pre-drafting, I personally feel like can be a really make or break it topic between getting really frustrated with trying to spin yarn versus uh, successfully making yarn and, uh, you know, enjoying the experience. So I've got some different fibers here, um, kind of in different fiber preparations, which I guess I should probably do a video on fiber preparations, <laughs> that I will show you kind of how I would go about drafting and what pre-drafting even is on these different fibers. So first off, what is pre-drafting? If you have no clue what I'm talking about, and I don't know, I am self-taught, so like maybe if you went to some sort of fancy fiber school, it might give you a slightly different definition, but my definition of pre-drafting is basically when you take any fiber prep and then um, loosen the fibers. So if it's in this is a dot leftovers from a dyed alpaca braid. And one thing to keep in mind is if you're dealing with a dyed fiber versus a natural fiber or blended fiber versus a dyed fiber, um, this one clearly was dyed. And um, so this is uh, alpaca, which is a shorter fiber length than uh, a longer wool. So this is a longer Rambouillet Merino blend. <clears throat> And then this one is dyed, whereas this one does have sparkle mixed in, but it is uh, not dyed. <laughs> so the dye can sometimes, especially the really pretty vivid braids, um, can sometimes be a little compacted or more felty. And that's just, I mean, uh, the dye technique of it's basically if it got jostled around or the temperatures fluctuated too much can vary on that. And while some of that can definitely be avoided with just somebody that really knows what they're doing with dyeing, I personally feel like we can't totally always fault the dyer on that. I think if you really want very saturated braids and very bold colors, I feel like you're just gonna you're gonna end up dealing with a slight bit of just a compact fiber. Um, but you know that's pretty easy. I mean, there's definitely to me a difference between a vivid dyed braid that's maybe a little bit more compact versus a braid that was not handled correctly and is then really felty. And um, when I say felty, I mean it's very hard to pull the fibers apart. So that would make it very difficult to spin. So this one is not felty. Like, so this is alpaca, which actually doesn't felt, but you can, this was the example I had. So the first thing I always tell people to do if it's a braid is to, and I usually, and like I said, this is where I'm self-taught, so I don't know the exact term, but I always call this kind of stripping down the braid because it's pulling it <laughs> into strips. So if you want to call it something else, call it something else. But that's, in my videos, if you watch them, what I refer to as stripping out the braids. <clears throat> so that's sort of my step one for pre-drafting, especially a colorful dyed braid. What I actually mean, and what most people mean with, uh, Drafting or pre-draft. Drafting is what you're doing when you're spinning. So like if you're doing a drop spindle, it's the part you're doing with your hands. If you're doing a spinning wheel, it's the part while your feet are treadling, your hands are drafting. So the drafting is the motion where you're pulling the fiber 
straight, basically, before the twist catches into it. Because once the twist enters into it, then it starts becoming yarn. Because <laughs> the twist is the glue that holds it together. So the, the drafting is the motion with your hands. And there's, of course, different ways to do it depending on technique and what type you're trying to come out with. But it's the part where you're pulling it apart. So any pulling apart you're doing before you start spinning would uh, logically be pre-drafting. So it the pre-drafting is just where you go through and you're just loosening up. And this is what I teach in my uh, spinning courses. I've got my mini spinning the basics course and then my big dream yarn course. We talk a lot about pre-drafting and fiber prep and all the things to make it easier. But this is what... I teach is pre-drafting, especially for newer spinners. I think it's really important to go through and you can see this also, like I said, de depends on fiber type. This is alpaca. Alpaca has, and like I said, this is why my dream yarn course, I have a whole section on different fibers because depending on the fiber length or the behavior of the fiber, even things like pre-drafting, like you saw, let me get a piece I hadn't pre-drafted yet. Because alpaca has short little fibers, the going through and pre-drafting, you have to be more gentle than you would be with like a BFL or something that was more of a long wool. Because the short fibers, obviously, if you pull too hard or too far, are going to pull apart. And I mean, that's okay. You can still spin it. But if you're wanting to keep it all kind of in a long, connected strand... Then if you pull too hard or too uh, too far on short fibers like alpaca, it's going to pop apart. <laughs> now I have alpaca stuck in my lip gloss and that's never, never a good feeling. So I guess that's uh, lesson number two. Don't uh, wear lip gloss and pre-draft alpaca at the same time. <laughs> so that is how I would pre-draft a braid. And you're just going through and loosening it up. The idea with going through... And loosening this up is that when you're actually spinning, if the fibers are already looser, then you're not having to fight with it as much, especially if you're a newer spinner, when you're actually spinning. Because what happens when you're a new spinner is your feet are going, your hands are going, your brain's going, and it's kind of like too many, it's like, you know, trying to, what is it, pat your head and chew gum at the same time. It's kind of too many different things that you're trying to think about at the same time. So if you've already pre-drafted the fiber, then that's going to be just easier going with your hands. So you're not going to have to put as much effort or time or struggle because when you're spinning, you're kind of trying to get a, uh, it's like the wheel, the bobbin, the uptake is taking the fiber and wrapping it onto the bobbin. Your hands are pulling back towards you when you're drafting, and then that tension in between the bobbin and your hands is where the twist occurs. So by loosening up that fiber, that process is just going to go smoother. So one of the number one things I hear new spinners complain about is like my yarn's not even. <laughs> Everybody wants even yarn. I think pre-drafting and slowing down your feet. I have a video on that. I think it's called like help I have twisty yarn or something, but go look for it. <laughs> and that is basically the long and short of that video. It just goes much more into it. And it's also in the, if you have my dream yarn course, the troubleshooting section um, for spinning an even yarn, but pre-drafting tremendously helps with that because it's cutting down on basically the you fighting with it. So that is my little quick explanation on a dyed braid. Um, this is 
like I said, a, uh, this is really pretty. This was a uh, Shanico wool, which is a combination of, uh, it's a U.S. breed, and it does have sparkle in it. So does it, it, it's not a sparkly sheep, if you were wondering if it was a uh, special sparkly sheep variety. Say that five times fast, sparkly sheep. <laughs> um, the sheep was not sparkly. The sparkles were added in by the mill. It was Meridian Mill. They are a uh, lovely business out of North Carolina, and their Shanico wool is really highly checked over. It's very ethically sourced. They have lots of checks and balances for it, and I just, we really love it. The staff I really love this uh, Shanico wool. We've used it for special release braids as well as um, our Fiber of the Month, our spinning fiber subscriptions. So you may be, if you get any of those, familiar with the Shanico wool, but it is a combination of uh, Merino and Rambouillet, which I always say are kind of like cousins. And so they are a medium like length wool, I would say, medium to longer, and they definitely have a good crimp to it. This is a undyed roving, so it's what this would have started out at before I stripped it down. So this would be how, like, if you bought a braid or you got a braid from us, it would come in, you know, all braided up, obviously. So pretend that's braided. There you go, that actually turned out pretty good. So pretend it's braided, you would pull it apart, and then it's in a section about like this, and it feels so good. <laughs> and um, then you would, what I would do for pre-drafting, even though is pull this into strips, even though this one is so fluffy and so soft and already, because it's not dyed, it's kind of, you know, it's already very easy to work with. So this one, you really wouldn't need to do too much pre-drafting, but you can go through and uh, just gently loosen that up, even though this one really doesn't need it very much and one reason that you might want to leave this in a larger strip is if you were wanting to spin chunky or bulky weight yarn you wouldn't want to pull this into tiny little strips because you can't if you're trying to spin thicker yarn you, you can't really like put all of these back together to make thicker yarn. <laughs> so you would want to leave this in a larger section. If I was wanting to make a lovely chunky weight, uh, you know, kind of fluffy, lofty, thick and thin yarn, I would leave this like this and just a little bit of pre-drafting in this already, the size would be what I would do for that. So that's pre-drafting there. And then this is, uh, what I was going to demo, and then this is fuzzy. <laughs> Let's uh, roll it up, and it was already a little deconstructed. So pretend this was not deconstructed. This would be a natural bat. It was some fiber that was left over from some of our natural bats, and I'd already been playing with it, so it's already kind of fallen apart. But you can definitely see how it originally started out as a bat. Oh, and this stuff's so soft. It is a lot of alpaca. And I've kind of spaced it. It's might actually be a hundred. It's uh, alpaca with a little bit of dyed merino in it, um, which is why it's got that kind of greeny purple jewel tone to it. You can see in the light, and it does have a little bit of VM in it. But you know what? It came off an animal. It came off an animal. So if you want it to be perfect, then get it super processed and dyed and from overseas or from China. No offense to China, but uh, this one came from a lovely small farm and mill in Minnesota, and it is mainly alpaca with a little bit of hand-dyed um, merino. And so this was my demonstration for pre-drafting a bat. 
So a bat, you can see, is definitely more of a little blob than roving. So this is long like hair. This is in like a cute little powder puff. So sometimes people can get intimidated by bats. You could either strip it down the side like that, which you can see I'd already kind of started. So you could either start pre-drafting that way, and I'm going to be totally covered in black alpaca here in a minute, or you could pretend this is a much larger bat. You can just kind of unroll it and start at one corner. And because this is alpaca, once again, it's short, fine little fibers, there's really not too much to loosen up in this. So it's basically just the loosening up of the fiber and don't be intimidated by bats like I said you can really just you can either pull them into sections you can pull them into little handfuls or you can just pick a corner like I just showed you and pretty much spin from there but that is pre-drafting so you can pre-draft all sorts of fibers and uh, I have to pick all the alpaca off of myself now but that is my introduction to pre-drafting and why you'd want to pre-draft. And like I said, if you would like more information and you get information better written down, please go download. You can either find it on Amazon for sale or for free on the website. And there will probably be a link below this video for my small little ebook, The Secrets to Yarn Spinning. And it just has all these topics I'm going over, but in sections. And I don't know, I'm one of those people. I love to listen to podcasts and like YouTubers. I follow a lot of YouTubers. It's clearly how I learn things, but I like to hear it, but I also, I'm a big reader, so I like to have like a reference to go to. So that's always my point with all of these, is not that it's information that you can't get from either an online course or, hell, I have a podcast, you know, from listening to me or seeing me do it, but, um, you know, I just personally learn well from being able to hear it, see it, and then also read it, being able to go back to something as a resource. So go sign up for that. I will put the link below this video. And uh, like I said, if you would like more information on my online content, I have free content and uh, paid content that I had mentioned during this. You can find it at Crafty Housewife Yarns slash courses. There is a whole free section that we add stuff to all the time, jokingly called the Yarn Cult. So that's totally free. Go uh, get all the information there. There's actually some full-length courses in there. It's free. You don't have to put in any information for it. We I also have my standalone courses for drop spindle, getting started on a wheel, and then my dream yarn course, which is big. And then there's art yarn section, and I have a lot of other things I'm planning on making. I really enjoy making digital content. So go check it out, and I will uh, see you next time.